Hey everybody, welcome to the very first episode of Read Her Lips podcast. My name is Megan Kreidler and I'm going to be your host. I've got to tell you, at this moment I am sitting on the toilet in my bathroom in order to optimize the best sound quality. This is a totally new endeavor for me with a lot of unknowns, but what I do know is that our Twin Cities community is rich with creative energy and unique artists, and I'm excited for all of us to learn more about the individuals who give our artistic community life. My first guest is a multifaceted musician and artist. She's a singer, a rapper, a looper, a beatboxer, songwriter, and guitarist. And she was recently named a 2020-2021 recipient of the McKnight Fellowship for Musicians. This is Diane Miller. to try on what I can't afford to buy on but at least I can let bygones snap the fingers and move forward alive on things that were once died on and now a source to thrive on inspire on like an icon am I one no not quite first I'll put up a fight let a girl be bright cause it's right and worth it though ever so far from perfect I'm choosing to birth and nurture it not bleed the fifth what I've been gifted with from a panay or a swede a half Spanish grandpa indeed did with me no I wish so I can thank my bloodline but I'm in Fargo with a bloodline surrounded by bud lights with the coldest winners of the globe inside now, what am I doing to survive? Diane. Yo, Megan. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I got my headphones plugged in and all that. Hell yeah. So let's jump in. First of all, can you just give a brief or not brief introduction of who you are, what you do, what kind of music you play you make um sure. just give us like a little overview of who you are cool yeah um i'm diane miller i go by the stage name d mills as well i have um a lot of personalities on stage but like i have <laughs> personalities as in i i play a lot of different styles of music um i'm mostly well known for hip-hop and being a rapper um but but my but I have kind of my own unique original style I play especially when I do solo stuff I use a a loop station and beatbox and then use a synthesizer and yeah and I just create all my own beats on spot and sing songs and so yeah I incorporate singing and rapping in this really like kind of minimalistic fashion um w- musically but like all done um together you know um and then um I'm the, also the talent buyer for Ice House talent buyer as in a music booker so I'm curate basically all the the music that comes through there um and there's music that happens there 7 days a week so kind of nutty <laughs> But it's an yeah, amazing so job got, to have, yeah. Totally. Yeah. A lot on your plate. Or you're just involved musically in a lot of different ways. Yes, big time. Yep. And it's, yeah, so I, I like to collaborate with other people. I like to do improv. I like to, um, I play guitar, I sing, I rap. Um, 
banjo you are a little a bit. Jack of all trades. Sort of, yeah. Jill of all trades. I'm a jack of all trades. Yeah. <laughs> I just like to do everything because I I'm just a fanatic of music and I um I like to ex- try to express myself in all the ways I can musically. Tell me and the listeners uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> who the listeners are at this point. Yeah. Um just like what your evolution through music has been when did you Mm -hmm. start getting involved like when did music enter your life and how has it evolved over time I like to use the phrase closet musician um when (laughs) I first started um I played started playing guitar when I was 13 but I had a friend and we were we had kind of a joke band um called banana soup (laughs) and we played we had a couple house shows when we were teenagers and we got really into it and we were a couple of huge dorks (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then um I didn't when high school came around I really focused more on um sports and then kind of just geeked out on um on websites about music and would blog about music and mostly like kept my music fanaticism to myself. (laughs) And Mm. then, um, and then I went to college and then I decided to become a music major just because it was, you know, and I don't know, I just had this calling. I didn't really know what I wanted to be. Um, I had always struggled with not feeling like I was ever good enough to be, uh, gigging musician but I always had this like strange calling in myself to like just continue on this path and then I sort of just found other people in the community in Fargo North Dakota that were in bands and I'd uh my first partner like was in a band and I used to go out and see them all the time and and I was just became a huge fan and then I ended up dating him and and then we ended up forming a band and and it was a hip hop band and that band was D Mills and the Thrills. And we also formed a band called Diane Miller and the Silver Daggers and that was a, like more of a folk project. And I joined this band Haley E and the Rydells. Haley Rydell is a musician here um, yeah. in, in Minneapolis and I was in her band when she lived in Fargo. We're both from Fargo. So yeah, it just like, it all of a sudden like once I started joining bands, I became really um I became more and more like whoa I really enjoy this like this is really difficult stuff but I like um putting yourself out there in front of an audience but I just love it and I want to keep doing it even though like I've had moments on stage where I'm like I suck this is the worst (laughs) but yeah I've been doing it for a while now and so and I just kept coming back to it and more the more that I did it especially with D-Mills and the Thrills um this hip-hop band is really what kind of like got made me popular um we'd play and just audiences would just gravitate towards us and they'd have no idea who we were we were this random like hip-hop band from Fargo North Dakota which is such a rarity bands that are hip-hop are so rare I mean mostly you see uh rappers backed by DJs um or even just like a you know their own iPhones or computers and laptops, but like yeah. me, I had um, somehow 
formed this band in Fargo because I had the right connections, especially because the guy I was dating, he was um, in all these bands and or was really well connected to the scene. And so I started writing music for D-Mills and the Thrills and it actually started translating just because I was such a fan of hip hop. I kind of understood um, the technicalities, the stylisticness of it. And I was able to take it to the, these talented musicians and basically be like, hey, here's some, here's my rhythmic idea. Here's um, my cool like uh, hook line. And they would kind of take it and, and go with it. And it was really cool. And I would just rap over it with these verses I wrote and we took it to the, took it to the stage and immediately we started getting people who were just so excited about us. And I was like, Holy crap. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, as somebody who's seen you perform in lots of different iterations, but I think the first time I ever saw you perform, it was solo. And then I slowly saw like the, it grow until I finally saw like the full D Mills and the Thrills. Yeah. And I totally from the small from just the solo project to the full band, I I totally understood from the beginning yeah. why it was so infectious. Like you mm-hmm. I don't know. You're just something special. <laughs> Thanks, Megan. And it, it makes sense that it translated and that people I mean, you're you're kind of famous in Fargo. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you would say that, but I've now been there. I've seen the way that people are around you, and they just love you, and it's so, it's so cool. Oh, man, I wasn't. I've been in denial of it for a long time, just because I've like, I grew up being like basically a loner. Like, I felt like I didn't have a lot of friends, or like no one saw me. You know, kind of like just because I was so freaking shy. And so I like mm-hmm. basically like was a complete loner in school. I didn't have any friends. I mean, I had friends like neighbor friends. I had friends in in athletics and stuff. But like in the school, I was like, I was so shy and I was so afraid. <laughs> and so like going from that to being like someone who felt like they were unseen and not really looked at. And then to like go from this and then now all of a sudden like everybody knows who I am and and I'm quote unquote famous. Yeah, it's I felt it. Yeah. Yeah, there's time But it's not just in Fargo. Yeah. I mean you so you moved to Minneapolis. Uh-huh. How long how long have you lived here now? I mean you lived here for a little bit years before, but yeah. Now you've been living here Yeah. How many years? It's been it'll be two years in September. Yep. So Wow. Yeah. Time flies. I know. <laughs> it's, yeah. But I mean, you're already doing amazing things. I mean, you you came to Minneapolis to become the talent booker, to take over as a talent booker at Ice yeah. House. Right. And you've also been very active since then mm-hmm. with your own musical pursuits. And um, yeah, I'm just curious because now I know that you sometimes gig with the thrills, yep. but because all of those guys are based in Fargo. Where are you at right now as far as um, yeah, wh- what you see in the in the future? Are you just D-Mills? Are you trying to pursue more of the solo thing? Or, right. Well, I don't know what you're interested in. Right well, I, mainly my focus is going to be recording this album. I'm, I want to put out a new record 
and and it will not necessarily be with any like certain artists but i want to more so i want to work with different musicians and i'm already starting to work with different musicians and artists on material so i kind of just want to explore a bit more um um i'm still going with emails and the thrills um especially with my bassist and drummer they'll still travel up to minneapolis and perform with me um but the rest of them you know they have kids and full-time jobs so it's hard for them to get up to minneapolis but um i think when i come back to fargo they're still down to play so yeah i want to explore with with um with new ideas and and new musicians and and see where that takes me and um and recording wise especially because i've really been focused a lot on being a live performer and not so much um a a recording uh studio musician so i want to explore more of that a bit more i I did release a single like because i'm like the d mills and the thrills record like i'm proud of it but i'm also like it's so old i i need something new like to represent (laughs) you know yeah yeah yeah. and um so i'm I'm, like really excited about the single i put out in january um yeah yeah it's it's cool it's 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 different it's it's got a it's got a cool vibe to it but yeah I, i also have lots of different ideas for how i perform like that like i have a lot more punk rock like um aggressive like uh mean songs you know (laughs) mean is one of those (laughs) music now you know (laughs) just like a little bit yeah more in your face you know Uh, like um, yeah yeah um because yeah a lot of that i love you love that what you well i was just gonna say that i love that (laughs) even you totally have an in your face sort of style but there's something about you that's very inviting for sure like you could yeah like you can balance the the two things really well like I don't feel offended when you get up in my face I feel excited about it and I feel like I get to be a part of your mean expression or however thank you well I will say that like it doesn't always there's times when I'll like fail at that when it's like some I don't know I maybe I'm just super in my head about it but like definitely I think there's times when it come across as pretty uh, like harsh or abrasive um (laughs) and so I'm trying to figure out especially when I've done where I feel a lot more vulnerable I've been one thing I've been working on more um with some musicians in the Twin Cities is improv music like it's just basically just going up there with my voice and my guitar and just like doing a bit of like rap freestyle but also just singing and just singing whatever comes to my brain and that's like an incredible challenge (laughs) but yeah I've learned that I do best when I'm just having fun and I'm not too serious of course I like take myself seriously as a musician but like I think the more fun I have the more joy I express even as I'm performing these songs that are really emotional and raw and personal like yeah the better I connect stay alive keep to the north sway to the other side of the beaten course of course we won't get bored if we absorb what gets ignored So stay alive, keep to the north Sway to the other side of the beaten course Of course we won't get bored If we absorb what gets ignored
you talk a little bit more about your influences and how you've drawn from them, but then made right. your music uh, your by own. nature, like I'm gonna bring a different voice to hip hop. I think I've always been drawn to the genre because it's 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 unique in its own way. Like listening to hip hop for me as a young kid who was shy mostly surrounded by white people because I, I grew up in Alexandria, Minnesota. Um, that's when I mm. fell in love with rap music is when I was in elementary school in Alexandria, Minnesota. And then uh, moving to Fargo, North Dakota, where it's just very white. And, and like here was this form of music that was um, that was so had its own distinctive voice that no other style of music was uh, was translating into into people's ears <laughs> it, um it, it uh-huh. i mean it had a self empowerment thing to it um that i that i gravitated towards so anytime i'd listen to it i'd actually feel that self empowerment in my own self as i would actually start to re- recite mm. <laughs> raps <laughs> I would kind of like, I could find myself kind of yeah. reciting back some of these complicated lyrics and be like, whoa, these, this is really cool. And then I'd notice other, my friends being like, whoa, whoa, it sounds cool when you rap like that, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was like a really <laughs> genre that I turned to, to feel better about myself. So of course, by nature, being a woman and then being from the Midwest, <laughs> And then, you know, I'm going to bring my own voice to it. I don't, um, being able to write my own raps and then do it from a personal standpoint rather than replicating like, hey, I'm in the club. I want to fuck these women. Like, (laughs) um, I found my own way of translating this style into my own personal like vibe. And a lot of my lyrics kind of come from my own uh, getting myself up by my bootstraps and overcoming my my setbacks and overcoming my um, insecurities and it's a lot a lot of my lyrics are just about personal growth because that's really what my life as a musician looks like is like going from being this hella shy kid um, that couldn't even speak at times to people to like finding music and then wow. maturing and then like finding personal connections with people. Um, and a lot of it surrounded my, with my success to music. Some of it surrounded with, with my success to athletics, but a lot of it surrounded by was with music. And, and so I, that was naturally what would come out of me when I'd write lyrics. And um, I think there's some universality of universal themes within my music that I think Midwestern audiences like um, white people <laughs> could identify with. So they would hear the style of music that was really popular, but they'd hear it with the voice of, of this woman who grew up where they grew up. And I think that's one thing that like why uh-huh. people like, aside from like having just a raw talent for rapping, like, I think I saw people gravitate towards what I was doing because it was authentic to um, 
to the Midwest. Talk to me about your yeah. mom because you and her sync together. <laughs> and that's another show that got canceled that I was really sad about. I was gonna be at Dusty's, um, but I've seen tons of videos of you and your mom singing yes. together. You sing beautiful blood harmonies. Um, can you talk a little bit more about your mom? She's my hero in life. She's really the she raised me, you know, and um, she raised me around music. Both my parents did, um, but I like any time my mom would sing. My mom had a karaoke machine. And she would sing like these old classic songs by Connie Francis, by Abba, by um, Shirley Bassey, um, Diane Warwick, like, um, and I was just like, whoa, I like, she can sing. My mom's voice is beautiful. It's just like has this, it had this elegant, mm-hmm. beautiful, pleasant tone that I didn't hear in other artists that were, um, that would sing around here or just, you know, or even just anyone who'd sing, I would just be like, my mom's voice is so amazing. (laughs) Um, So like, I loved listening to my mom sing and I just felt like she had this incredible (laughs) gift that like was sort of unknown. I mean, like she'd, my parents loved to go out and sing karaoke and, you know, and she'd get a lot of love out there, but you know, she never pursued music ever. She was never like when she grew up in the Philippines, she was born and raised. Um, I think, you know, she grew up doing some folk dances and that sort of thing. But, like, she was never a professional musician. Uh Um, But, yeah, my mom raised me around Filipino culture because she always um, stuck around Filipinos and would always find Filipino groups anytime for any city that we moved to um, in Fargo. She was the secretary for this association called Philemon Deck and it's like a yearly annual event for Filipinos. And so she would rope me in and have me do Filipino folk dances for these events. And then of course, singing with my mom, I knew was um, just a joy just because it's so fun to sing with someone from your own blood because you just harmonize so damn well. I told this heart of mine, our love could never be, but there It's hard to deny an artist like Diane, a raw and genuine talent who is constantly searching for ways to grow and explore herself in music. Sadly, the recording of the rest of our conversation could not be salvaged. Like I said, this is an unknown endeavor and technology is a blessing and a curse, but I hope you're left wanting to learn more about Diane. Give her a follow on Instagram at dmillsraps, that's D-M-I-L-S, 
D-M-I-L-L-S.R-A-P-S, all lowercase, or on Twitter at DMillsRaps, capital D, capital M-I-L-L-S, capital R-A-P-S, or visit her website, www.dianemiller.website. I've also included her information in the episode description. Thank you again for tuning in to Read Her Lips podcast. I am Megan Kreidler, and I hope you'll join me next time. Thank you.